how do you think stunt writing helped our relationship? I think it literally made it. It did. It literally made um, our relationship. It built our relationship. Welcome to Get Vertical Real Talk. I'm your host, Drea. In today's episode, I get to sit down with my husband, Simone Bruce. We get a little emotional at times talking about how stunt writing has actually helped our relationship and made it so amazing. We also talk about how he balances his life as a father, stunt writer, and an amazing husband. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Super excited to have you tied down finally. Um, Super hard man to have you sit down and take a minute to talk about things. Thanks for having me. (laughs) I really want to dive in deep with you. Okay. Ask you some uncomfortable questions and get to know you a little bit more than I already know. What was the first thing that actually triggered and inspired you to start stunt writing? Was there a moment in time? I would say probably um, when we went to RSC, is that what it's called? RMC. RMC. Um, and we saw Hollywood, Hollywood B doing a stunt show or he might've been practicing or whatever, but just seeing him do all those stunts, I was just amazed. I think at that point I was just like, wow, that's cool. Like, you know, coming from almost like a brother, like knowing he's like Samoan, I don't know, like it kind of, put it in perspective like man i could do that too you know like it's weird to think you know like it had to take the same race to realize that but i think just watching him and then seeing what he had at the time he freaking yeah a chevelle and a bunch of you know a bunch of stuff like he'd pull up with his bike in the back of the chevelle so like it was a huge inspiration just like seeing that you know what i mean so um and uh i think it was at that point i kind of was like yeah that would be cool you know i never really thought it would uh lead to where i'm at now you know it was just kind of like oh that's freaking cool you know can you talk about the transition um from that that moment when you saw basically someone that you identified with um and he became someone that basically told you hey i'm a real person and you can do this too um from that moment to the moment where you said i'm actually gonna take the the first step and get a bike to stunt like what was the transition um in your own words i think uh it was from that point and actually like talking to them and realizing they're just normal people and they were actually communicating back. You know, I was kind of like starstruck. I was like, oh, he's talking back to me. You know, like, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect. But like, you know, they were talking to me like we were friends, you know. So to me, I I kind of took that and was like, damn, like, that was super cool. You know, I think after that, I kind of... uh started hanging out with a bunch of guys that were stunt riding and doing a lot more of the street stuff so i i slowly learned a lot from those guys and i was just didn't really know where to go to figure out like setup and stuff like that so i think from my friends um that weren't really like doing shows and stuff like that i slowly progressed my way 
into a parking lot, you know, because I, I went from riding just streets doing 80, 90 mile per hour wheelies, you know, to the slow stuff in the, in the lot. So I think from that point, um, it triggered something in my head like, hey, I want to do this a little more professionally. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really know how to get into it. So I think it, in a way, it kind of worked out because I started hanging out with some of the guys that were doing stunts on the streets and not really, nobody really knew how to like, I mean, there's a few guys that knew how to slow it down and whatnot, but like they knew how to set up their bikes. They did a lot of research and stuff like that. So I think um, just knowing those guys and getting help from them helped me out a lot because uh at the time there wasn't really inform like ways to figure out how to set up a stunt bike it was just kind of like no i think YouTube. uh no it wasn't even a youtube i think it was all on stunt ride it was like a page oh you're right yeah a lot Log. of yeah exactly a lot of the guys would go on there and message forms. yeah it was forms it wasn't it wasn't youtube it wasn't mm-hmm. so like youtube wasn't even a thing it back in would, 2000 but... Yeah, I think it might have just started. But I never really thought about going on YouTube and figuring it out. But um, uh, <clears throat> those guys did a lot of research on Stunt Ride and got a bunch of information and helped me set up my bike um, big time. Like, I didn't even have a dented tank. We put a handbrake bracket, a scrape plate, didn't know how to do any scrapes, none of that. Put a cage on there. Uh, I think it was like sick intervention or something like that. Uh, it was sick innovation. Innovation, yeah, yeah. That was my first uh, um, crash bar on the bike, and then I flipped the triple trees or the the handlebars, and then uh, yeah, just did a bunch of mods that were basically almost free and cheap. I think I spent probably like six hundred dollars on all my stunt parts, and. I got it from you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really have money at the time, so I think uh, at the time six hundred dollars was. Oh, a lot, I remember a lot. that day. I remember yeah. when you came up to me and you said, "Babe, I know you." I did a challenge where I saved every five. I was a server and I saved every five dollar bill I got, and I would ask for fives at the end of the d- night so that I would st- stuff it in my stuffed animal to save it, and I finally reached five hundred. I think in like a month <laughs> it took me I, I got $500 saved in one month and he was like can I borrow that <laughs> I want to buy a handbrake set up for my bike it and wasn't just a handbrake I think I got everything for like 600 really yeah everything that I had on my bike I think it was like well I remember being pissed yeah I, I mean I was kind of pissed I was like yeah you, you were because me? um you know, I was like all your savings at the same time. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't really know how I was going to go about getting the bike set up. But at the time, I don't think you were really into the stunt riding thing. Like you, you liked it, but you didn't, you weren't setting up your bike. You were kind of just like, I, wasn't, I like my I wasn't bike. committed yet. Yeah. I think because your bike was dialed. I think you had R R6 with pink cages. I think I was, was at the like, point, it was the point where I was like, are you even really doing gonna gonna do this? Like, well, I think or you are you just buying? You set up your of... bike pretty good for stunt riding, and it Mine was had a, a cage in. Yeah, it was longer. a clean. It was a clean build, you know, and uh, it wasn't to intentionally learn how to stunt ride. But I think uh, 
that was a good start, you know, but I, you know, I don't know. Well, can you tell me about the transition? Like you said, the, the guys that kind of helped you get on your feet with stunt writing were doing street stuff. And then you kind of um, moved towards more professional stunt writing. Um, yeah. And there was a time, we'll name drop a little bit, you were with the Bomb Squad writers, writers yeah. and they were the street guys. And then uh, WCC asked you to join. And that was kind of when there was a transition of from a, kind of a street hooligan to a professional stunt writer where you're getting paid and you're getting more exposure professionally. And now you start picking up sponsors. Well, I think, you know, it was good that I met those guys because honestly, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now without them because it has to take little steps at a time to kind of get to where you can't just come from being the street guy to just straight professional stunt rider. It mm -hmm. just doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? So I think meeting those guys was a blessing, I think just transitioning slowly into it made it almost like fun you know because you were learning with a bunch of guys so like hey what's up guys i hope you're enjoying the episode real quick plug i want to invite you guys to our online wheelie coaching course this is exclusively made for harley riders we created a three-stage progression method that is guaranteed to teach you how to wheelie this is for day one learning riders. It's broken down from day one all the way to balance point. With this course, you get our exclusive members only get vertical app that makes it easier to access while you're at the lot practicing. You also get to join our Facebook community where we have a group experts in there all ready to help and other Harley Stunt Riders learning from each other. You'll also get invited with online group coaching with Bruce and I, where you can ask us direct questions about your progress and any struggles you're having. You can sign up at getverticalcoaching.com. Link will be in the description. Anyways, back to the show. It was cool because, you know, I had, you know, Reed, Vic, and, and Ratch the whole time. And we were all just kind of like all figuring out at the same time. We all went to a lot together. Pushed each other. You know, towed our bikes thinking we're like fucking you know, cool because we loaded up our bikes and took it to the lot, you know, instead of riding them. But uh, it was some good times. We all, you know, slowly got serious into it. We all, you know, Reed got a van. I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, like at the time I couldn't afford a van. I just used the truck that I had at the time. So, you know, meeting them at the lot every day and then progressing and then pushing each other was huge. You know, just having those group of guys to learn and progress with um was like probably one of my favorite parts of learning because just thinking back like when you know i would do something they'd be like oh what the fuck you know like and it was cool because like you know we all came from the streets and like you know um and i think i think when everything switched over for me was when we first got our our first sponsor and it was uh crown clothing and i was like oh what that was so, a team team sponsor at the time yeah i was like what do you mean like they're just gonna send us like free stuff and i was like and they're like yeah you know what size are you i was like i was super pumped because you know that. you don't just get free shit for riding you know at the time of we weren't that good at riding so i was like in my head i was like man this is getting pretty serious you know and um 
I think at a certain point, uh, our riding, um, some of the guys started falling off, you know, they had stuff to do. So it's like, and I continued on with my journey. Um, and I would slowly start seeing guys here and there just drop off, you know? And, and I think it, it's because I, I kind of, I picked it up pretty quick and had a lot of fun doing it and kind of forgot about everything else. You know what I mean? Like every time I got on the bike, I kind of just shut off everything, you know, didn't really think about work, anything else. It was just kind of straight to having fun. You know what I mean? So how did having a girlfriend that stunt rode also impact your progression? Um, I think it was huge. It was hard at the same time, but, um, it was nice because I didn't have the complaints about, uh, when are you coming home or why are you always riding? You know what I mean? So I think it was cool because you always came in a lot with me. So you knew where I was and what I was doing. So without you there, you don't really understand. You know what I mean? Like, so even if you came in a lot and you were practicing or just sitting there, you could kind of see what I'm doing. You know what I mean? And, um, without you actually doing it, time would be really slow for you because yeah. I think, I think with you being there and actually learning with me, yeah, it made it easier because you're having fun too. Uh, not every day, but you were having fun trying to learn something new. You know what, what I mean? What was that like for you to be coaching me and and dealing with the female emotions? I think honestly, let's take this back from when we first started because when I I think I seen something in you at one point when we rode together. And this was before, <laughs> this was before, oh, no. like, we, I, I think we even seen anyone do a stunt, you know, and, uh, it was, it was kind of cool. Cause I was like, damn, she's about it. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> uh, we were riding, we just, we, we used to cruise around all the time. So and we used to just ride and, uh, go hundred miles per hour together and do crazy shit that, you know. 20 year olds do and uh so uh we we're just cruising down this road and uh i don't know where <laughs> she thought it was okay to just like <laughs> lay flat on her tank and like do a superman i was like what the i looked over and she's just like doing a superman on her but i'm like what are you doing like that's fucking cool but what are you doing you know and uh it was just funny because, like, as soon as she was done with the Superman, super sketchy, like, the bike was just shaking. I was like, oh, my God. she's. Uh, uh, she gets on and sits on her tank with her legs dangling. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what? <laughs> but I think at that point, watching her, like, do stuff I like that. I inspired you, don't lie. No, you didn't inspire me. But just seeing <laughs> you, like, do stuff like that, I think really... Uh, inform me that like you're about it you know what i mean so like you weren't scared to try new things and i think you were really like uh, an adrenaline junkie at the end of the day like you it's you know like who does that you know like especially females like <laughs> girls are usually scared to do anything you know like that and then you know so it's you know like i think it was just meant to be just knowing that 
you you did that stuff. I don't know where you got it from, but it was just crazy to see. Like we're just cruising and you doing stuff like that. You know, I think it was it was cool though because I you know like I didn't have to be like, hey, you should get into stunt riding. You know, yeah. I think it was cool that you kind of chose that path on your own. And, you know, um, I think a lot of girls nowadays is kind of like, oh my boyfriend rides so i ride too you know so it's it's different i think you know um when it comes to that but um as far as like you being at the lot um and being there i think it was it was a good timing for everything because when you got into stunt riding and decided you wanted to just do it full time i think Ratch and all those guys started, you know, uh, stop riding. Like, they weren't coming at the lot as much. So, it was kind of nice to have you there, you know. We were six days a week. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you getting hooked to stunt riding and then me loving stunt riding already, I think it was just a perfect deal because um, you would call me at work asking what time, you, you know, would be off. And it's just cool because, like, you know, like, to have you wanting to ride made it easier for me to be like, oh, yeah, I'll have the bikes loaded. As soon as I get off, we're going to go straight to the lot. You know what I mean? What was cool about our dynamic was it, it it's kind of like the gym, like when you have a gym partner. The days that I didn't feel like riding, you'd be like, no, we're riding. And the days that you didn't feel like riding, I'd be like, no, we're riding. Yeah, so, exactly. Like, we rode all the time. No, literally. for sure. Yeah, I've, I definitely had a few days where I was just like, dude, it's raining. I did not want to be out there. You know what I mean? Or it's fucking cold. I don't want to be out there. So who do you think rode more, me or you? I think you definitely rode more. Because there's days where I was out snowboarding and you'd be out freaking riding cold as fuck by yourself with Bailey or somebody. You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy because like, you know, you had you had a connection to that stunt riding, you know, and it showed with your riding because you were by far one of the best female um, stunt riders at the time. You know, like you were killing it. And I think it's tough because you didn't realize that. You know what I mean? I seen it. Yeah. And but you didn't really see it. Were you, you know? ever worried that I'd get better than you? No. I. I don't think I I was because I I'm competitive, you know what I mean? So like I don't think I would ever compete with you, but like when it comes to being around other yeah. males, I get really competitive. Well, and, there's no way in hell you would have let me get better than you. No, no, and that's the thing. It's like if I didn't let any of the guys get better than me, um even though Hollywood and all those guys were on top of their games. They they Competed XDL, blah, and you know, and all that stuff. I just had certain tricks that I knew I perfected over them. You know what I mean? So, you know, man, we skipped a lot of stuff because I there's there's a lot. You know, you especially didn't, you didn't answer my question though. What was your question? What was it like dealing with a girlfriend and her emotions as oh. a stunt writer? I think uh, dealing with your emotions, it was a uh, <clears throat> it wasn't. I mean, it was kind of difficult because, you know, you had a lot of people doubting you. So, like, for me to, like, kind of try and and 
not pretend. I just had a lot of faith in you. I knew you would be able to do it. You know what I mean? But like you crying because this person said something that was tough, you know, because, you know, for me, I don't like seeing you cry, first of all. And then to confront somebody, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want to confront somebody over something that small. You know what I mean? So I think encouraging you to keep going and to um, um, keep doing what you're doing and, uh, you know, cheering you on, I think that was more of a, uh, I guess... Um, retaliation, I, I guess, in a way, like when with success. Yes, exactly. So, like seeing you progress, and then seeing those people that hated on you quit riding was huge. So you got satisfaction. Oh yeah, from that. For sure. Me too. <laughs> How do you think stunt riding helped our relationship? Um, I think stunt riding helped our relationship. I think it literally made it. It it did. It literally made um, our relationship. It built our relationship because um, through all those hard times, learning and uh, the struggles, mm-hmm. I think we we both learned that we had to stick together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think you know, just seeing people come and go, um, <clears throat> we we built like a different bond um just sticking together and and doing everything as far as like riding together you know what i mean so like you know i I look at it as like um when people do like hard things together they have a greater connection you know what i mean we had a uh the same path in life and same purpose in life and same goal in life yeah so when you have such such a strong focus on something together and both of you or both of us were in the picture to to make that happen it make i feel like it just makes a team yeah for sure i I really always felt like we were a team together you know like we're doing this together and Mm. that's just how it's been through everything in life yeah i agree with that i think i mean you know, just going through the struggles together. I mean, we weren't always, you know, we we didn't make good money. You know, we live in paycheck to paycheck at the time. So, like, you know, going through all that and still trying to have fun, I think, built a lot within us. You know what I mean? And then growing as we're going through it. You know what I mean? So, it's, it's a... It's a hard thing to explain because, you know, um, it's, yeah, it's crazy how far we've came from to where we're at right now. Um, <clears throat> Do you think you and I would be where we are today if, if, if we didn't stunt ride together? No, I honestly don't. I don't. I, I honestly don't think our relationship would be um, where it's at right now. Only because um, we've learned so much. And not only from just stunt riding, but just like when we got into the accident together. You know what I mean? So like this was before stunt riding. We got hit by a drunk driver on my motorcycle. And uh, 
just her taking care of me and I'm taking care of her. We're both crippled and, you know, you know, so I think, you know, just like going through those hard times together and then getting through it is, is what makes our relationship. You know what I mean? Cause you know, if you can get through those hard times, you can get through anything. You know what I mean? Well, I also think that what helped was that we were able to travel together doing something we loved. Yeah. So we, and we always had each other's back. So for sure. Um, I was always looking out for you. You were always looking out for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one time where I remember we s- set up our Cena's on our helmet. Yeah. And I'd spot you and I'd like, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah, and you no, can't see sure. who's in front of you. Yeah. And then I would wheelie and you'd say, you're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah. You're good. You got room. You got room, you know? And then, and that type of friendship, like translating into a relationship is yeah. just like, I mean, it's unbreakable in my opinion. No, for sure. And I think, um, you know, just, yeah. I don't know. So how do you feel like the transition has been since you became a, a father and how, how, how has it changed your writing dynamic with having kids now in the picture? I think at first, when we first had our, um, Bria, um, I didn't, it didn't really hit me, you know, it was just kind of like, damn, I'm just getting into this and I'm like pretty deep into it and I really love it, you know what I mean? And at first it didn't really hit me, you know, um, I was just kind of like, you know, like, oh yeah, I'm going to go ride, you know, and, and it, it helped that you understood because you cared about my riding, that you let me go ride, even though you were probably struggling at home with the kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, selfishly, I I probably shouldn't be out as much as I was when I uh, when we first had our first one. But I <clears throat> I think transitioning um, from not having kids to having kids is a hard thing altogether. Mm-hmm. So like no matter what you do, um, it's just going to be hard to get used to having so much freedom, freedom to now dedicating all your free time to that one person. You know what I mean? So like, you know, I feel like for me on my end, I feel like I sacrificed my own happiness and identity as a stunt writer so that you can live your life still as a stunt writer. I agree with that. So that you can have fun. I I just took one for the team. No, for sure. I definitely agree with you because at the time, um, I was still doing stunt shows and traveling, trying to make, yeah, traveling a lot, trying to make some extra money. And, uh, you know, I think the transition was good for me. It might not have been good for you, but at the same time, you built a bond with Bria that you never have within you know what i mean like if you didn't you know and i think you know taking care of that was huge like as far as like having kids and having three kids and a wife and still riding it's really fucking hard i work a full-time job i come home i spend all my time that i have with them and i'll go to ride for at least an hour to get 
some therapy. You know what I mean? So like as much as it seems like, you know, I ride a lot or whatnot, um, I spend a lot of time with my family and because I want to, you know, um, the riding thing. Yeah, it has slowed down, but I think, you know, I have a good balance because I can do, I can try and, and fit everything in one day. You know what I mean? So I try to get a good schedule to where I can spend some time with the, the kids and then we'll bring them to the lot too. So that way they can be there and see what we're doing. You know what I mean? So I think just the transition is, I think by far, I mean, I wouldn't ask for any better um, transition as far as stunt riding and still having a, a full on family, you know? So I just have to put it out there for everyone to know how insanely crazy this man is because I don't know how he has so much energy. He literally works, wakes up at 4 a.m. and works all day and comes home, goes to the gym, comes home. We load up the bikes and all the kids and then we go ride and then we come home and we spend time with the kids for an hour or two after we get, go ride. And literally, he's so good at balancing everything out on, on Sundays. He'll go to church go after right after church he'll go ride and then after go, going to ride he'll go take the kids swimming and i'm i'm not joking it's not like he has any time where he's sitting down he's like running constantly from transition to transition of things he's doing to balance his life out i have no yeah. idea how he does it but he's just always been like that yeah i mean if you want to live that lifestyle and you want to still enjoy life um without quitting what you're doing to be just a full-time parent like i don't think anybody should give up what they love for really anything you know i think there is a balance and you can make it work you know what i mean you can work things out and yes it definitely makes it easier to have a wife that knows how to ride and wants to stunt ride so you know, I can't speak for everyone. Well, let's talk about the the point in um our relationship when I when I retired. When I retired and I wasn't riding and I didn't want to see anything that had to do with motorcycles because I was just like depressed over it. Like I didn't want to see motorcycle shit because I couldn't ride and I was Well, just... it must have been tough cuz I mean, I to give that up, you know, for as long as you did. It's got to get depressing. You know what I mean? So, like... How was I, it for you? For me, I I don't think anything really... Your life didn't change. It didn't change much. At all. You know? um, but... <laughs> thanks to you. I hate you. <laughs> um, but that's why, you know, now that you wanted to get back into stunt riding, you get everything you want. Oh, my gosh. He you spoils know? the shit so, out of me. He does the dishes for me. If I say I want to ride and I'm like, oh, yep. I can't, I can't ride. I have to do the I'll dishes. There. <laughs> He'll do the dishes for yep. me so I can I'll go clean ride. I'll the whole damn house just so she can go ride. But see, that's my <laughs> way of showing her that I care. You know what I mean? So like when she wants to ride, I'll make sure everything is done. You know, so <laughs> it can be done. 
<laughs> so we kind of got into Harley's at like the big, I guess the beginning of the mainstream ish season of Harley Davidson stunt riding. I mean, at the time, obviously Poland was around for years and years and years, unknown dudes. But uh, can you talk about like how West Coast Connection started transitioning to Harley's from street bikes and and how that all went down? Yeah, I think um, it was when Hollywood got his first Sportster. And at the time, I was like, well, dang, you can wheelie those things, you know? And uh, seeing him on that, I think, inspired me. I was like, man, I got to go get me one of these freaking Harley. So I got, I went and picked up a a Sportster 883. Didn't know nothing about Harleys, you know? Probably the smallest motor you can buy on a freaking Harley. I got and I like that bike. Yeah, it was a cool bike, but it definitely didn't have enough power. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, luckily at the time, like um, I didn't, you know, we were slowly transitioning into Harley's, and there was a Harley shop down the street that was willing to sponsor all of us. So we took our bikes there. Shout out to Dead Center. Yep. Took our bikes there. They did all the paint jobs and got it all set up. They didn't really know much about <clears throat> setups, so they did what they can and uh, definitely got us um, set up to where we were able to start doing some shows and and whatnot. Um, took me a while to figure out the the sports sir, but I I figured it out and got it all set up. Um, Definitely had to throw a bigger sprocket on that thing because it was a... Baby, can you talk in the end of the mic? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and, uh, you know, from there on, uh, we started riding Harleys. I think I slowly started getting rid of uh, the sport bikes and started buying more, more Harley stuff. I don't even remember the day when we sold all our street bikes. I think uh, it was after our wedding when... Uh, um, after our wedding, when we got back from our honeymoon, I think we like took a break and then because we got I got pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got pregnant and we took a break, and I bought like a a Dyna at the time I was building, and then you know from there on, I think we transitioned over. I bought a bagger. And then you ended up selling your sport bike. How has the Harley stunt scene changed since back then to now? I think... Uh, it was around 2017. 2016, we got married. And we had Harley's. You had Sportster already. And then that's when you started getting more into Harley's around that time. Yeah. There wasn't... Actually, I wheelied the, my first Harley, my first Sportster. In 2017. Mm -hmm. Or 16. It was before, sure. before a kid. It was before. Yeah, for so sure. It was 2016. Definitely before. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm OG. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think uh, we started transitioning over around that um, and figuring out like what needed to be done for 
oil pan mods and whatnot, you know. So it's hard to get information back at the time when nobody really was doing them. You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> um, I think it was cool that um, the West Coast connection kind of like ignited that team team Harley stunt riding thing. I don't know. It was unknown dudes doing shows and shit with Harleys. I don't even know. Yeah, I didn't really know much Harley riders at the time. I just knew Jason Poland and that was it. You know, um, I looked up to that guy a lot. So like knowing, I think, I think, uh, Hollywood actually bought one of his bikes or something. <clears throat> his first Harley was, I think from him, but I, I'm not really sure. Um, but yeah, no, just it was cool to to switch it all over. I think our whole team was riding Harleys at the time. <laughs> I got a hard question for you. So, do, do you think you're famous? Do I think I'm famous? <clears throat> no, not at all. <laughs> um, I think I think it's just a normal person that just has a bunch of followers, you know. Um, but I think I've. I've been told that I'm famous, but I don't think so. Don't you hate that? Yeah. It's kind of embarrassing. I don't know if they're joking or <laughs> if they're serious. <laughs> so, I feel the same way. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if they're just being sarcastic or not, but oh, well, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Guess I'm famous. But, no, I, I don't think so. I think, you know... Um, <clears throat> It's just funny how like social media started because I, this is when, I think I started my Instagram when uh it first like came out. Yeah, I remember Instagram, and I liked it a lot because Instagram was posting pictures. I'm more like a photo person. I hate reading and and doing all that stuff. So like when it comes to like, you know, photos, I was always in into Instagram, and that was when they before they even came out with like the 15 second videos you know what i mean whether you can only post 15 seconds yeah it was 15 second clips for the yeah longest. exactly so i i've always liked instagram because of that you can just scroll and see pictures and, and whatnot so i never really knew what the following thing was like who cares you know yeah. um until <clears throat> i think the first viral video yeah and not. and i think it was it was your videos going viral i think our first i think our first video that actually went viral was our wedding video yeah and that blew up i think when we were in costa rica it was so crazy because i posted uh my friend hope's phone footage of us doing our wheelies at our wedding not thinking anything of it i would just post something really quick just saying how happy i was not thinking anything of it and it just blew up I, yeah. I i knew it would go viral within the bike scene but it I, went way I, further I, than I honestly that. didn't even think it was gonna blow up to me i was just like oh you know I, I knew it would get shared within the bike scene like i knew that would happen yeah but i had no clue it would go on ridiculousness yeah. and french just, montana was like french montana yeah it was on there yeah he posted it he reposted <laughs> I swear, there's a bunch of like rappers and like um, famous celebrities that reposted our video. Wow! Yeah, it was That's it was cool. Crazy. Super yeah, it cool was it see. was it was insane. It made all the money we spent on our wedding worth it. Yeah, and we actually I think made a little bit of money off of <laughs> we did some of those videos. But I 
I'm not sure. Uh, after after that, I, we kind of blew up on Instagram, and then from then on, um, I'd get messages basically saying, "I would you rock our stuff and stuff like that." So like getting sponsored and you know um, uh, getting free stuff was just starting to happen around that snowball. time. Yeah, it was starting to snowball. I think around that time and. It was just cool to see how much um, just having followers and, like, you know, just being an influence, like, change. Uh, it really does help. Yeah, it really, it really does. I mean, as far as just getting paid and, you know, getting sponsors and stuff like that, like, it helps a lot. Like, especially setting up a bike every year or having a different bike all the time. Just having the support is huge, you know. Um <clears throat> You know, you, you all know how expensive Harley parts are. So, um, just saving some money on parts is, is huge. So how are you feeling about this new transition to this new get vertical thing we're doing? I think it's cool just seeing, um, the appreciation and like the support we're getting from people is huge. Uh, at first, you know, I was just like, ah, oh, you know, like nobody's going to care, but like to see the people like even if i touch one or two people from that i think has made my day you know what i mean so just like the feedback that i've been getting from people is huge to me because like just seeing that i could help somebody even just one person like i don't know man i i can go to sleep you know what i mean like it's like um it's like a almost like my way of paying back, you know, or giving back because, you know, like I remember when I first started, you know what I mean? So like to see that people are, I mean, it's hard to message somebody and be like, Hey man, you freaking helped me out so much. And, you know, really go deep into thanking me for something that didn't take me that much long, effort. much effort to, to do, you know what I mean? So like to me, um that's huge and i think so meaningful yeah it really is and and you know just from a couple of those messages and there's way more than that i've just got back from four corners and you'd be surprised how many people have came up to me and said that they love what we're doing mm. and <clears throat> let let them know what we what they can do to help you know that's what amazing. i mean so, so happy. it's just cool to see you know what i mean like i I can't even do that on my page alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just writing. So like to for this new page and this new thing we're starting to already have that much momentum, like that's huge, you know. So it makes it all worth it because it's really a lot of work. No, for sure. And I, and I think there's a lot of work on the back end that a lot of people don't see, which is all coming from you. Thank you. And you know, um I think it's good, you know. I think um, you know, uh, just helping people out and, you know, getting that feedback is all I needed to know to keep this thing going. You know what I mean? You, it's all you needed to know to know that you're going in the right direction. Yeah, no, for sure. And, you know, I, I mean, seriously, like that's, I am absolutely loving it because I feel like it's a good transition from out of retirement into this new mentor type of role for me because 
I, I'm definitely not as good as I used to be before I went on retirement. But I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and I am an expert. So I understand what it takes to yeah. to get where you... Well, and what's you know. cool is, you know, we've got two different riders in here. You have a whole different way that you like to be trained or mm. taught. And I have a different way, too. So bringing it together helps a lot. And then you having such good memory when you first started. Because I overthink compared to everything. To me, I can't really remember when I first started or what I had in my head, going through my head. So... That's why I let you just do what you do because you um you you still remember when you first started well, like crazy as far as like learning and what you needed to know to learn. You know I, what I mean? What makes us a good um team again a good team is that you coached me. Yeah. So everything I know and everything I'm repeating, you actually said to me. Yeah. So we're actually on the same page with everything. No, for as sure. As far as how we teach and yeah. and and the steps to get to where you need to be. So for sure. I think I think we're a dynamic duo and this, we're on to a path of greatness. And I can't wait to um, help some like as many people as we can with this whole thing. Oh, no, for sure. Uh, definitely life changing. Um, and I really hope that this um, what we're doing helps you anyone or you um in the long run um as far as it's definitely given me purpose for sure like a different type of fulfillment and purpose because stunt writing to me i loved it because it made me i grew mentally but i also progressed every time i rode and that was some form of growth personal growth Mm. but it was all about me yeah. It was always all, all all about me posting what look what I can do look what I could do on social media, yeah. and it was all about personal growth and me me me, and now this is like service to others and that type of fulfillment I've never felt before. Yeah, no, you for know, sure. like it's just a different type of feeling and yeah. happiness. Yeah, like we forget how much knowledge we have. Yeah. You know, like I think a lot of people um, appreciate that because. They're like, wait, what the hell? That's what you guys do? You hook your foot? You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. A lot of people don't think about that stuff. And we don't think about it either. We just do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like even on the mods and shit, like a lot of people think we keep it as a secret. But like it's not a secret. You know what I mean? Like we just do it and we don't post about it. You know what I mean? So like there's a lot of mods and stuff like that that are out there that people. Word of mouth. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, like, I see my friend Bubba, he was struggling with his drifting, and then seeing that he still had stops on the inside of his uh, forks, tell him to just cut it off, and there you go, you know. Tell him to cut it off, took him a little bit to get used to, but as soon as he did that, locked in, upped his game, because he could get way more turning radius on those, you know, and that's like getting the angle kit for your cars you know a lot of people don't know what that is but i don't know if you're into drifting you get an angle kit you can turn your car sideways Mm -hmm. a lot more a lot better um but as far as riding goes you can turn your bars a lot okay before we wrap it up what kind of impact do you hope to make on the stunt riding scene my last question 
I just hope that we can all get along and help each other. You know what I mean? I think there's just a lot of negative stunt riders out there. And I think it just goes from one person to the other and it just kind of continues. You know what I mean? So like if we can put a positive impact on people and they can just do the same for the next person, I think that's what I would want, you know, from it. Because, you know, at the end of the day, like it's just seeing each other help, like seeing each other, seeing other people help each other out is huge, you know. Um, But when you see a negative person say something negative to another person, that doesn't help any of this out, you know what I mean? And it's almost just like you kind of... It's gatekeeping. Yeah, exactly. So you kind of like are ruining it for the scene. the scene. You know what I mean? So like you thinking you're too good to be answering to this person that's brand new and being rude to that person isn't helping any of us out. You know yeah. what I mean? So I don't know. It's I. That's what I want to see. You know, I, and I think... Um, uh, just a positive impact, you know, just seeing a positive change in the, in the scene. Um, honestly is what I want. Um, just come together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and we'll see you in the next one. Peace.